Well, welcome to the thought for the day on the 28th of July 22. Today we move from Acts 14 to Acts 15. We're in, well, we're in two different locations. We're beginning in Antioch and Syria, and then we move to Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, and really the capital of Christianity at this time. At that church, we've got Peter who's present there, but James seems to be the leader, the foremost person there, the brother of Jesus. Anyway, back in Antioch, in that church where Paul and Barnabas are working as missionaries, some Jews, some Pharisaical Jews from Jerusalem go to the church, I guess hearing about the work that's gone on there, and, and feeling somewhat concerned that these new breed of Gentile Christians weren't kosher, literally. There's a bit of a pun there. Uh, they weren't doing what was kosher. Uh, they, they go there in order to try and get these new Gentile converts to be proper Christians. And proper Christians, in their view, is to follow the Mosaic laws as well as adhere to the message of Jesus. And so, Paul and Barnabas enter into deep discussions. That they, they obviously respond negatively to this because these Gentile Christians are doing just fine without Mosaic law. They're clearly being blessed by God. Paul's missionary work is advancing and he's not preaching Moses' law. He's preaching Jesus' faith and grace. Anyhow, in order to deal with this situation properly because these have come from down in Jerusalem, uh, uh, the church sends Paul and Barnabas, these missionaries, to Jerusalem to bring it to the church to get their authoritative word. It's the the first signs of a church council, of an international church council, if you like, there in Jerusalem. And so they send um, Paul and Barnabas, who bring the matter to the church, and we're told that there's a, there's deep and hot uh, discussions that they thrash out the issues. You know, what do we do? We're Jews, or we, we're accustomed to following Moses. Now, as the church is expanding into the Gentile world, normally in Judaism, when you, uh, when a Gentile entered the faith, uh, the Jewish faith, you had to follow Mosaic customs, circumcision, and other things. And so the, the Christians are debating now, is that the case? also for these Gentiles who are coming, not to Judaism, but coming to faith in Jesus, do they need to go back to the beginning and, and start there and follow Moses and then, you know, in addition to that, accept Jesus and become fully-fledged Christians? And so having discussed it, Peter stands up and he says, Look, brothers, look, I know from experience that God welcomes Gentiles into the church Jesus's church without mosaic stipulations, without mosaic law, without following Moses, without doing the Old Testament mosaic commandments. And so as he argues this point, basically that you can be a Christian without adhering to the mosaic legal system, to Judaism, James then, the brother of Jesus, who seems to be the prominent member, the leader, uh, possibly of the church alongside Peter. So, so, so stands up and says, well look, 
if we read the scriptures right, they foresaw the Old Testament scriptures. They foresaw the Gentiles coming to faith. And, and, and his point is, A, we should accept the Gentiles into the church, and B, there's no reason, there's nothing in scriptures to suggest that we should put the Mosaic law on them. In fact, the argument is, we ourselves as Jews now converted to Christianity, but formerly Jews know that we ourselves could never keep the Mosaic law properly. It never made us right with God. Why would we put that on these Gentile Christians? And so they agree that's the case, and they just put some basic stipulations on them. They're not to be involved in idolatry, coming from a Gentile world, that to avoid sexual immorality. Again, in that Gentile world, the use of sex, both in worship and just common life, was perverse. Uh, and then not to eat blood uh, or the meat um, that's not killed properly. So there's some basic you know, um, elements there uh, for them to keep, just so that the Jews, Jewish converts can relate to them a little easier. But beyond that, and not to be put under the law. Paul and Barnabas go back along with a couple of others uh, and they, they have the authority of the church that faith in Christ alone leads to salvation and faith in Christ alone and obedience to his words, Jesus' words. Remember what Jesus says, whoever builds his life on my words he told the disciples in Matthew 28 to go and make disciples, teaching them everything he says. And that's a contrast to what Moses says, what Judaism says. And so Paul and Barnabas spread this message to the Gentile church with the authority of the Jerusalem council. That is their faith in Jesus and their obedience to Jesus. That's Christianity. That Moses and Judaism was the building blocks of the faith they now have. They now have the, in, in the terms of Colossians, now they have the reality in Jesus. Those shadows in Judaism are not necessary for salvation and neither should there ever be made a stipulation for how the Christian lives. My time is almost up. Let me just briefly give you some application. The point is simply this. Hey, our Christianity begins and is lived and ends with Jesus. We read the Old Testament, we engage with the Old Testament, I preach from the Old Testament, we preach Moses, we, we, can, we refer to the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, but what we don't do is to use that as the measure of how a Christian lives. We don't preach the Decalogue as a system by which we please God or any of the laws of Moses. Rather, we preach Jesus the wonder of his person, his holiness, his character, his standard, his words. And that not only encapsulates everything God expects of us from the old, but it intensifies and amplifies it all. The message for us today is we love the Old Testament and Judaism and we engage with it. And it tells us about Jesus, but it doesn't primarily tell us how to live. Jesus himself and his words as delivered to us by the apostles teach us how we shall live. Believe in Jesus, listen to his word that the apostles give us, follow him, you're in faith. God bless you.